Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul and Daniel for their exceptional support. Hello footies and welcome back to Foot in the Review powered by footcoaching.com. Today we are recording episode 514. My name is John. My name is Chris. And on today's show, we'll talk injuries. Are they real or are they not? We talk a week of silence and we'll be answering your sent in questions. But first, Chris, I don't gonna, I'm not going to say if I get injured a lot, I'm more injured than I'm not. But how about you, mate? I'm good, mate, actually. I'm going to say I'm injury-free, unlike my team. <laughs> well, please, please don't talk about... Oh, you don't, You mean not on the pitch team? You're not talking about Rangers? No, no. We've got a couple of bad injuries, but we're rank rotten at the moment. And uh, I have to say commiserations, my friend. I was watching the Thursday's scores come in and I see your team got knocked out. Um, must be disappointing for you. Ah, it's it's all right. Actually, I've, I think we played really well talking about final, of course. Uh, we actually conceded the equalizer 2-1 in the 89th minute by a, a brilliant goal by Dybala. And after that, it was sort of uh, broke us. And I think for a very inexperienced team, getting to the final of the a conference league last year and making the quarterfinals and just missing out of the half, the semifinal of uh, the European League we, a year later with a fully new team. Ah, it's not too bad, actually. Mm-hmm. Just win the championship. Yeah, and I'll, of course. Uh, I'll be yeah. happy. That's a big one, isn't it? And I mean, Juve done you proud as well, though. Should be mixed, mixed feelings on Thursday. Juve did well. And suddenly they um, decreased the gap in the Serie A with 15 points. Yeah. Or now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's a, it's a weird life, which probably means we'll get another Juve SBC soon because we'll be having a, a lot of Juventus SBCs lately, mate. Yeah. The, I did the Brucci one, actually, because there was not much for my dupes to put in. So uh, hopefully Serie A talks is going to be a good one. We get a chance to use him. Definitely. He's great, though, if you haven't done him already. I'm not sure if you can actually still do him, but uh, I use him in my team, man. He doesn't do much under for uh, Virgil Fnack, team of the year. No, he still looks like he's still alive at the moment. Uh, 175,000 coins as well, so fairly decent. Yeah, definitely. I made the injuries. The, uh, let's call this episode. I'm not going to call it Injury Gate because I'm tired of all the gates we've had during one year of FIFA. Um, but somewhere during the week, someone said to me, yes, can you check if your whole team is injured? Apparently, oh, except my goalkeeper, everyone was injured. Chris, what was going on, mate? Well, first of all, we're told, let's call it faking injury. Was the guys faking injuries? No wanting to play this weekend because my, my play style is so bad at the moment. I've got half my team putting in transfer requests uh, because it's so bad at the moment, the way I'm playing. What happened was on the app, someone, don't know who it was, on Twitter that uh, one of their players was injured and this is the reason why they were struggling and everybody suddenly went and checked their team and uh, lo and behold I had one, Luka Modric uh, injured, if I remember rightly Maka who has George Best was his was injured, mine's wasn't so I think John you'd reached out to EA hadn't you and uh, come up with the fact that it's a visual glitch uh, our good friend Steve though on Twitter says 100 
it's actually 10,000% that this isn't a visual glitch. It actually affects the players. And I'm very much of the tinfoil hat brigade. <laughs> uh, and I believe them. I believe them. I'm with you, Steve, if you're listening. I'm very much in your camp. Uh, I think the problem for me, John, is, and, and I'll, let you, I'll let you come back on me, is we've had the start of the game, Hero Pack. Nothing was said, nothing was done. We then have various other ones, the latest one being the Daily Dip. The Daily Dip SBC, which if you actually clicked out of, how complete and reset, so people were getting so many packs. Strangely enough, though, the game actually has a Daily SBC. It's called, you know, when you play three games, you get so many points, experience points. So why they can't get that fixed, I don't know. You know, you had a situation with football. That one's fixed, I don't that one's fixed. They fixed the daily dip because they took it away. That's how they that's how they dealt with it. They just actually took it away. So they promised you to take the twenty third of April, and now it's taken away. You had the situation with footballers where you could play co op. One person had the footballer in their team, and it would allow the other person to get the upgraded player. They fixed that within twenty four hours, John. Why was how did they manage to fix that? Because they felt that that the players were getting something for nothing. Yeah, I really wanted that. Uh, 90 Grealish made a huge difference to my team. It was actually a bit of fun. It was great because you could play co-op with some friends and uh, you know, and, and it actually allowed you to play co-op. It embraced sort of the community spirit of the game. But what did they do? They took that away. You know, by humbug. It was Christmas time. So I'm sorry, EA. I don't believe you. I'm with Steve. I think these injuries do matter. It hasn't come from nowhere, suddenly, these injuries. And, uh, and the reason why I think that is because EA showed that they can't be trusted. There's too many mistakes made in this game. It's a great game. They've, they've made a great game, but the quality insurance, I'm afraid, is severely lacking. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, I totally agree on everything you said about it. We deserve better, right? Um, there has been a lot of mistakes being made um, and not always have we had transparent communications about that. That has to be better. We have a direct communication channel to do just that, communicate ASAP, right? This was known in the weekend. The release got back on a Thursday, I think. So that took them four days to respond on it. And I knew very early on that was a visual glitch, which is just, I mean, it shouldn't supposed to happen, but it happens. But if you can address it right away, we don't get into the situation where Anyone that misses a shot thinks because the players got nerfed. <laughs> that makes sense. The thing is, I was just playing, uh, I was just grinding away the game, didn't notice anything until someone said to me, can you check if your players are injured on the web app? And suddenly I'm a play like every single player except my goalkeeper was injured. So I was like, apparently they are in the glitch, but it must be a glitch because I that injured Benzema that has a leg injury just scored four goals in a row in the green time finish. I sincerely doubt he would be able to do that if he was actually injured. And the game doesn't allow you to play injured games at all. Like if your player is injured, you can't play him. So yeah, there's that. So this was clearly a visual issue, but I do definitely agree on the fact it took four days to respond to it. And EA doesn't help themselves by not responding in time because of the simple fact that it will allow for four days of people putting out these crazy theories out there. If you don't address it, things can get out of hands, right? And that doesn't do any good for your game. And I find the two things very frustrating. One, people stepping on board of this high negative hype train, should I put it like this? Choo -choo. Uh, when it's no, but but because of it's I think this was a 
pretty clear that it was a visual issue, right? Um, and I like there's no one that can actually notice any difference with the player. Um, and I've seen people like, oh, he used to be very fast. Now he's not anymore. That's because of this injury. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. But my player that probably has the same injury, I don't notice anything. So that's, there's no there. And uh, we watched so much FIFA over the last week in E-Nations, right? We saw after, <laughs> after E-Nations that both teams had injured players. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not, it, it, it wasn't real. But that, that's beside the point. I think we should go back to either a personal community manager that puts that's there right away or the line to the direct communication should be way faster to make it themselves a little bit easier because no matter how much people say you should have quality control, it is a very big organization and it's a very big game that has a lot of live content, more live content, I think, than many other games that, ever, that actually exist currently in the world. It got daily content, which not many games actually have. So the chance of a mistake, it just it could happen, right? And I can't I, I see why it happens. But if you are making a mistake, it is not so hard to say hey, there's something wrong here, we're looking into it. And even if you then come back a day later and say this is what's happening, that's fine. But it can't be four days of silence and then putting it in there. So I think that is definitely where I agree on you. The thing is, John. It comes from somewhere, doesn't it? It comes from somewhere. So it doesn't suddenly just appear. I mean, what update have they done that for some strange reason sticks an injury on a on an app? The app that hardly, let's be honest, hardly works. If you were to go just now and go to your app and you and you press most recent player, it does the app doesn't work. But that's my issue. The app is just broken, so I'm yeah. not actually surprised by seeing something like an injury mm. pop up. I see players on my console which I can't find on my app. So, and then suddenly it's now it's the other way around. We find something on the app that could influence the gameplay negatively. And now we're suddenly blaming there's an underlying pattern there. That just doesn't go with me, if I'm quite honest. Because if you can't find a player there, people say, okay, yeah, but I can find it in the game. It's just the app is broken. But if they find something negative in the app, suddenly it's, yeah, it's probably in the game because the app, oh, that same app is still broken. So that doesn't fly with me. It's just a... Pretty crappy app, if I'm quite honest. It requires uh, a lot of updates during the year to maintain. I can't find, if they add a new card, they don't put in the filter for that card. It takes weeks for the filter to come up. So after the tokens are done, then the filter comes up for that same token. So taking anything in that app as an absolute truth is just pretty crap, in my honest opinion. Which may be fair, John, to be fair. You know, that might be a fair assumption of what you're making. The trouble is... They've left, they've left themselves open to this criticism because this has been, a, I think it's been one of the worst years for quality assurance for EA. I, think, I, I don't remember many years there's been so many mistakes made. You know, right back to Ibrahimovic card, somehow magically the stats getting downgraded, even though we're told it never happens. Well, it does happen. Clearly there's a, there's a thing in the game that allows that player to have his stats downgraded. So, you know, I think we're within our rights as players to say, does this happen behind the, the scenes? Because actually there is a feeling sometimes, you know, one week to the ne- one day to the next, it could be gameplay related, but your players do feel different. It's not even the fact they're slow. It's the fact that suddenly, you know, you play a game, they move one one day, next day they stop moving. 
I mean, and it's not anything you're doing as a player either because, I mean, I'm a very simple player. I don't press many buttons. It's not that. You can actually feel the game <laughs> different. You know, I've played the game long enough. I mean, I'm, I'm an OG. I remember the original uh, FIFA way back in, in well, I think maybe in the 90s, when you when you got booked, if you just kept running, the referee couldn't catch you. You'd never get booked. You know, I remember that one. So I know the game and I know how the game feels. And it is. it sometimes does feel a bit sticky. You see it in our Discord as well, guys saying, is the patch done something? Because the game does feel sticky. So I get it. I get John. I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I'll be honest with you. Does the injury glitch? Yeah, it probably is. I'm a wee bit tongue-in-cheek because I'm just a wee bit fed up with all these errors from EA. And as I say, no, it be a negative Nancy. The game's great. I like the game. It's a balanced game. There's so many different formations that I know you guys put it on our Discord, all the different formations we can use, all the different styles. You know, skiller, non-skiller, passing, fast, slow. The game is... Really, really good game, but actually, the way they're implementing it is exceptionally poor, and it's disappointing. Yeah, but I think it's also a matter of perspective at certain things, right? So the same thing with the patch. A patch hits. There's absolutely no reason I can actually think of for developer to shadow nerf anything, because if anything, you'd want the proper feedback from your players to make the next game, which is the most important launch ever, be as good as possible. But it doesn't matter what they put in the notes. If someone that has a little bit of influence or the, the vocal minority, let's put it like this, says something negative, it gets relayed to the last thing that, that can actually prove and be changed. And that is a patch, even if it's not in the patch or not. Mm-hmm. Well, we, of course, at Food Coaching, we try to look at data. So we see many of bosses, how many things goes wrong, what changes stop. We see so many matches, like literally dozens of matches a day. And we have data for all those matches. So if someone says to me, yeah, but after the patch, teching doesn't work. But in the same amount of volumes, we see no changes in the amount of tackling being corrected by the same players we coached last week. I can't objectively say I see or feel a difference. And if they don't put it in the patch note, I still don't get, and I know it sounds like I'm defending EA, right? But I still don't get why someone or a company would not be transparent about and change if that makes sense. I think it's also a little bit of a community thing, maybe culture, community culture, if I can say that, that if something changes, blame everything except yourself. And I know that sounds harsh, but probably just lost half of our listeners. It doesn't change the fact they have to be more transparent. It doesn't make the change the fact they made a lot of mistakes. And I definitely hold them responsible for that. But I do think half of the things that being thrown in, if you call it tinfoil hat, call it in theories, whatever, are simply not true. I just can't think about why that would be true. So here's another angle then, John. It's like that you know you drop a stone in a in a in a in a lake and there's ripples. Is there and is there changes that they've made to the game that then changes something they didn't expect? Have you seen that? So a patch hits and all of a sudden now strikers the ball bounces back to them. They didn't intend for that to happen, but actually the patch has made that happen. Have you seen that when you've been coaching? Well, we saw some things like. They changed the referees and suddenly some things didn't get fault or called anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Or the hard tackles got punished always with a red card. And I don't think those were intended. Yes, that's but what I'm those saying. Those could so. be definitely be rel- related to it. Mm-hmm. But they always, 
that's my honest thing. What I see, like if you look at the EAFC tracker, right? Or sorry, it's called the EA tracker still. You can actually see their online Trello board, which has all the points which they know are there, which need to be worked on, and you can see the past points which got fixed and how they got fixed and stuff. There's just open. It's just a Trello board which is open for everyone to look into. You see a lot of those things there. Oh, there was an unforeseen circumstance here. It's now on the list and it gets fixed next week or the week after when we get the new patch. It gets off the list being patched in that thing. Mm -hmm. So most of those things that I think were unforeseen actually get fixed. And it's not like we can't see that because it's definitely on their own project board, which they don't hold two project boards, just one separately to lie to the community and one separately to work for themselves. I don't think all the details are in the open one sure yes. uh -huh. can't have that no of course not. but why would you hold to i just can't find that so that's um if you look at flint he says in the chat personally i think we've asked for all of this as a community because of lockdown because we ask for more and more and more out of the game i think our ea are trying to give everyone what they want and they simply can't do it and i think that's definitely also maybe i think getting staff is harder so we all get that skills also get more expensive, but it's also an issue that you have to get EAFC out. It's probably going to get out released a little bit early. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of focus on that game. No, and I, that leads to consensus. So I, I think if we would summarize it, I think that's what we can agree on. Mm -hmm. Should quality increase? Yes. Should there be more transparent? Yes. Are all these things underwater being tricked to lie to us? And I think that's maybe where we disagree. I think that not. You think in some circumstances they are. For example, and that's the last thing I think we should say about the topic. If you talk about downgrading stats or changing stats on players, I think that's a perfect consequence, a perfect example of a consequence where they changed last year the way cards could be changed or upgraded. So they didn't have to patch every single time to get new things in. So you can more... Yeah. stitches on the fly for example the one disadvantage the advantage is you can actually give a card a totally different card with all different stats which is cool right out of position cards you name it the other thing is if you do that incorrectly you get a downgraded card because there's actually no promo card to be added there i think it's just a mistake because of that technique they introduced back then the issue once again is be more open about it. Be faster with your response on that. And I think then we can all live with it a bit more easily. I, I agree, John. And I think as well as we have to say that if they ever um, promote a community manager again or appoint one, I think us as a community have to treat that person with a bit of respect. You only need to look at their Twitter timeline for the guy who was on before. And some of the stuff people say, I know it's social media. and I know people do it all the time. But as a, as a community, I think we'd benefit from having someone that we could go and speak to. It's probably more than one person needs for the number of players that's actually in this game. Um, but I think if we are going to have that as players, we should be a bit more respectful for those guys because they aren't developers. They're just actually passing information on to us. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of good examples of communities out there. I mean, I've been a big part of the Snap community, for example, and I think... You have there, you have a public Discord for everyone where the developers are in there, where you can just ask questions. And if you ask respectful questions, even though they're very critical, they will get answered. Like uh, a card gets nerfed or a card is way too overpowered. They might say, we're actually looking into this. We know it's not a pleasant experience, but we haven't found a solution yet. But 
to keep in touch, mm. which is like, hey, they're actually listening and they probably will change it, which is already so much more than we're currently getting from a generic channel, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but there it goes as well. That's of course on Discord. So if you don't behave, you get kicked out. And I think that's fair, much fairer than probably a better way to do it than on social yep. media on its own. So, oh well, Chris, it is good we got this injury gate because else I don't think we had too much to talk about this week. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a it's been a, a weird one. You know, we're sitting here. It's uh, like it's like a few days before Christmas, isn't it? You know, there's not much out. There's a uh, uh, Tammy Abraham. I'm sorry to mention it. He, no, he, no, we don't want to mention it. He plays for Roma, uh, who went through at uh, Feyenoord's expense. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's right. 197 thousand coins to do the SBC. Um, the card itself looks good. I mean, he's six foot five. He they has played a good match yesterday. After yeah, he's a that as well, though. <laughs> I think he's a player that he, he came from Chelsea, and how much Chelsea would like a proper striker. Um, the way they're playing at the moment, probably a big mistake to have let him go. Six foot five, um, decent stats. 91, 94 pace, which is ninety one acceleration and ninety six sprint speed. So might take a bit of time to get up there. His agility at seventy eight. Makes him pretty much a target man, I would say. Um, he does have 99 head and accuracy, but only 82 jumping. Uh, 96 strength with 77 uh, aggression. I know Ingvi always looks at composure, which is 95, uh, which would be very good. Reactions at 97 and ball control at 95 also. So sounds like quite a decent card, John. I don't know if you've had a quick chance to look at it. Um, yeah, I did. And... It's a decent card. I would actually just put it in my team if I'm quite honest, because I think that's one of those unique players you could definitely have in. But I'm, with all due respect for, for I know many of my friends are Roma fans actually, but I'm not gonna. I would. I don't want to see the Roma league logo in the next couple of weeks. The good thing is though, it's a fake logo, so maybe that helps a little yeah, bit. <laughs> I mean, I know you probably rock some sort of Serie A side as well, so I imagine. He would fit right in. He's 92. I assume he gets upgraded if they get through to the final and then they win it. So he could Which they definitely could. Honestly. Yeah. They played really well. Two matches really well. So the thing is, um, one, I don't care about chemistry. Like at all this year. Mm -hmm. Like I just care, look at the, card, at the base cards. If I think that's good enough, it's in my team. And if all have 11 good cards that don't get boosted, then nine good cards and two mediocre cards just because of chemistry. So, because then everyone gets a little bit of boost, but at this stage of the game, like if you look at Abram without boost, I mean, what do you need a boost for, right? So, mm -hmm. eh, it's fine. So, uh, I got Mbappe and I got uh, uh, Benzema, but they're both on one cam. And honestly, I think, oh, that's a little bit of a bonus. That's cool. But yeah, I do have five events to play, which are on full cam, but that's more... I also think those cards are really good, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd have no trouble replacing them tomorrow if something else comes out. So, uh, so he would fit my team. He'd probably be in my team of full cam, but I honestly, I'm not going to do him. But I do think with an objective mind and not a biased final mind currently, this is definitely a really cool card to come out. Highly linkable. It's English as well. Team of the season, Serie A is probably one of the first coming out. Heading accuracy 99. You don't see that very often in this game either. Strength 96, six foot five, he said, right? Yeah, six foot five. Yeah, so there's not many plays being that tall either. So, man, just slam this guy in and just move the ball forward because the one foot coaching tip of the week, crossing is under 
uh, used, and I think many people don't even expect a cross. So might be time to bring it back. Good stuff. Good stuff. The the other thing we have is we have a cup as well, which um, we had a quick look at, John and I, uh, before we came on, which is one league. Uh, one league, I think you can have five loans in the card as well. Uh, it looks like it runs, the actual cup itself runs for 49 days, but the objective part of it runs for five days. Um, you get to, you have to get 10 wins, you get five chances. Uh, let's say it's one league. Uh, I'll not go through all of them, but uh, you're picking up uh, different league packs as well. So I think it's worth doing. If you're going to be playing the game this week, uh, it's certainly worth doing. Uh, we should all be able to get Scrabble 1 sort of lead together. In fact, you can use a couple of loans as well. Makes it quite good fun. Yeah, chance. we should mention that there's nothing in packs, so if you get packs, just hold them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Didn't, should I say that? Like, like there's nothing in packs, just gold cards now. Yeah. It's a weird week. That's what I mean with not much talk about. Nothing in packs means um, just do those upgrades, get all these things in, but don't open anything. There is a couple of SBCs have been repeated. We've got the 87 uh, World Cup or Foot Fantasy Hero Pack. It's back. The 87 Plus Mix Campaign back as well. You've got an 83 Upgrade Pack, which is repeatable. Um, and that is, uh, you need seven rare golds only. So that looks pretty decent. So if you want to stock up for opening up uh, there, and also, I think there is an 82 times 10, if I can find it, 82 times 10, which is two 83 squads. The second 83 squad, though, you need two 84 players uh, as that's well. That's not too bad, ain't it? No, that's actually decent. Again, you know, you're going to hold these packs for probably some time. You can repeat that three times as well, so you're going to end up getting 30. If you do it three times, you get 30 uh, players guaranteed to be 82 or over. Um, I've seen some leaks out there and I'll not go through them because we don't do leaks here but I think you know you will be holding these packs for a certain length of time until you find the your, your tots to the one that you want the league that comes out Now you going for a specific leak in tots or well I'm either a mix of French and uh, La Liga uh, they need Doesn't to be matter, you can just play, take any league yeah any league down for some French players no definitely and I've got a few icons in my team as well um, will we get some Tots icons, I don't know, is the honest answer. That would be really interesting as well um, to get some of them. I mean, we've just had the Trophy Titans, but... So know, why not? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think they've... I, I don't know what it is with icons this year. There certainly are more to the fore. Uh, I think they also had a question as well for Flint, who's uh, on tonight. Uh, he's part of our Discord, and this gets you access to the live recording of the show. I'll read the question if that's all right, John. Sure, it says, sure. Um, oh, I see another comment there. With everyone teams being icon heavy now and tots coming, how do you think the chemistry system will work? Uh, do you think next year you mean or something? Well, no, I think it, I think it's how you're going to, um, you know, in terms of are people going to go uh, full thirty three stars or are they going to be slightly less? Like you play off chem or. I think if people now watch chemistry over the base start, base starter cards, like I'm going for a, looking at how to get the best player on each position, period. doesn't matter chemistry. If at this stage of the game where the cards get this strong, you are still purely based on 
chemistry and try to make sure everyone gets their boosts. Well, the boosts are actually very marginal now as well, anyways. And therefore weakening your general team, even though on one position, I think you're doing yourself uh, a disservice, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like those icons, oh sure, they get max cam anyways. You get maybe something for nation links and stuff. But if I'd pack a very good, if I pack Gullet tomorrow and he would be on one cam, I wouldn't even, or he would be a tree, but if he doesn't yeah. bring anyone else, on, I wouldn't even matter at all. I wouldn't even think about it. Like, I still don't think about it. I, I just watch my team on 18 chemistry. I'm still playing elite. I don't think that's something to do with, the, but I know on every single position, I've got the strongest player available. I rather play, I seriously, I rather play Bill, left wing, left front winger on zero chemistry than many cards currently, which I think are worse than Bill on three. I don't yeah. know. So maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because I know there's many people uh, think I'm, that you should always still have 33 while it's just been proven. It doesn't yeah. actually, team chemistry doesn't matter one thing anymore. Um, and you can't get negative stats anyway. So that's no, just a way of thinking about it. Although it saves me a lot of stress not even thinking about it. So. I think Flint's saying there you only get one star for the nation. Now, you know, before it was great with the old the old chemistry system, you're you're icon heavy. I think Flint, I think what's Yeah, but in the old chemistry you needed that to make sure your team got on max chemistry. No, of course. If your team wasn't yeah. on chemistry, everyone would get a downgraded boost, mm -hmm. negative I, boost. I, that's I, gone. So I was going to just say, I think this year, I think, I think the fact the new chemistry system, chemistry system, has meant that icons at the very start of the game, people didn't really want them because, of course, the cards were needed the boost. Let's be honest, when you're yeah, on those true, games, true. you needed those boosts. Now you're getting to a stage where, you know, I checked, I think, Mbappe on three stars, and I looked at him the way it was on two star. It literally was negligible, negligible effect exactly. on that one. Yeah, and I think that's why we're seeing more of versions of icons. I think what's happened is EA's realized that this chemistry has made them unpopular. But now, you know, you look at the cards that you're getting, the Cantona card, the Pushkas card, you know, the Zidane card, you know, even the Vieira one, I think, is, looks really good as well. You're seeing more and more of them. And versions, actually, I think, what, four versions normally you'd get a year. I think there's cards on five versions at the moment. If there is now TOTS as well, you could see six. Maybe it's just too close to the actual trophy icon promo for it to do that. But uh, no, I think that's what uh, I think that's where we've benefited from. You don't like the chemistry system, I can understand that. But actually we've benefited from icons getting super juiced near the end of the game. Yeah, and I think uh, if you play like me, you want every single position as good as possible without thinking about the general team boost. Icons are actually perfect. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think as well as there's something super sexy about a full icon team. I think Maka on the Discord uh, posted that uh, he's got almost, I think, Solskja, the trophy icon hero, is it? He's the only one, I think, in his team that uh, isn't an icon and actually there's something slightly uh, super sexy. So, um, Again, Flint's come back. So I say, this is live. This is live show. This is how you get the access to our Discord. He says, do we think EA made a mistake with the icon chemistry and trying to fix it now or they planned it? No, I don't think they made a mistake at all. I just think people were stuck in the old system of thinking they needed 100 chemistry or 33 now on the full team to actually be viable because you could just throw an, a, a good icon in the start of the game without any issues and you get the maximum player on that position. 
And as many pros did, was just from day, not day one maybe, but fairly on, the moment they got R9 in, they got uh, the Vieras and the Gullets in, they just did it anyways, no matter what that meant for the rest of the team, because they just want the strongest players in every position. And even at the start of the game, these icons were the strongest players in those positions. So I think that's not a mistake. I don't think it's even planned towards what's going on now. I think more people realize that team chemistry just does not matter. And yeah. boost on individual players get a little bit less important now. And like I have Trent Alexander-Arnold next to Virgil van Dijk and they're on both on one chemistry, maybe two. Let's say two for... I I packed the uh, Lam card, which is a pretty cool card, honestly. About same stats, like, yeah, let's get Lam. But Lam is way f- slower on the acceleration. So what happened is, even though Lam is on higher chem, I just used the Trent Alexander-Arnold because when he turns around, he can actually win a sprint and Lam can't. Mm-hmm. So if I use a fullback in attack and I lose the ball, Trent Alexander-Arnold can, still has a possibility to correct it while Lam doesn't, which is for me enough not to play or just enough to play one card and two chemistry above that single player because that one card is stronger in that place. Okay. Hope that makes sense though, but I think it's just a matter of getting used to it. Don't, don't forget, there's many people just started this game and they don't even care anymore. So, mm-hmm. No, I, I would say... I always suggest to people, again, as we talk about Kevin, I've always been someone who wanted Max Kevin's. Just have a look on, you know, Footbin. Put your player on the two or one star or no stars and just see what it does to the stats. You might be surprised, actually, how little chemistry is boosting players at the moment. Exactly. I don't think it matters if uh, sprint speed is 96 or 99. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, we had a lot of questions sent in. Are you ready for some? Yes. If you can't answer and just pass them on to forward to me. Captain Safeman says, why is 4-2-3-1 considered meta, but not 4-2-3-1 white variant? What's the advantage of the one over the other? I think I'll pass that one over to the food coaching. <laughs> now, this one isn't actually that hard. 4-2-3-1 and white is really white. It makes it a little bit easier to open up. It makes it harder to defend because people are more spread out. Um, but the biggest difference is if you go into attack and you have 4-3-1, you basically have sort of four attackers in a close area together. So on a counter-attack, you have four people running forward in a narrow space where there's always one available that can also immediately with threat and shoot and go. While in 4-3-1 wide, when you go forward, you probably just have to strike on there and the rest is still running forward and a long, long way from you. So it's way hard to score for you the 4-2-3-1 wide variant than with a 4-3-1 Narrow variant, so if you consider the fact that the narrow variant is just a little bit easier to defend with, plus it makes it easier to counter with and also be um, a, an attacking threat with, I think the narrow one will always win, which goes for most narrow formations versus wide formations. Doesn't mean wide formations can't work. We've seen that with four triple twos, for example, four four twos, three five twos, you name it. But you definitely need something in narrow because there will always be players sort of sprinting through your back line if you're not a little bit narrow. And it doesn't make sense to use a white formation and then put the white on narrow to make up for your defense. Then you can just, just easily play the narrow formation. Wimby asks, this is at me, but I'm going to ask you, <laughs> should team of the season go back to being 23 player squads or do you like a smaller, more tier squad? I think the, the thing is the 23 was 
was fun, to be fair. It's fi- is it 15 at the moment, did you say, John? Is that what we said? 15 or? Uh, I don't know how much, but I think it's f- usually 14. 14. Could it be 14? Yeah. I think uh, it's, it's long- smaller. At least it's smaller. I think as long as the, the pack rate, they can have as many players as they want, as long as the pack rate is decent. You know, as we've seen, um, there's been, you know, I, I don't like team of the year myself. I've said this a million times. This is the first year I actually managed to pack a couple. But I think in terms of a promo, it's really difficult to get to get those players. Tots is slightly different in the fact that they will be available as weekend league. Yeah, I think 23 is probably a, a decent number. It was a bit more excitable, but there was a few filler cards in there as well. Um, I really don't have a particular preference. It's just the pack rate. Which hopefully this year is going to be decent. I prefer a smaller over larger because when I think, same goes for team of the year, when you pack someone, I think it should be a good feeling, never a negative feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have very much compact teams like I usually don't even like the fact that they do two teams, but I'd, at least those two teams are small. Um, but I think if you see those blue flares pop up, it should be getting exciting. Even though the card might not be worth much, it should always be a good card. I think when you have the bigger teams, there were always cards so like, yeah, okay, now I got a P- I distinctly remember packing like seven PK team of the seasons. One day, like, yeah, cool, now I've got a defender. Or, He's blue, he's 93 rated or something, sure, but he's 36 speed. What am I going to do with this card, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'd rather have it being... And, like, and he would never make that team that year if it wasn't for the fact that there were big teams in. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And also, just congratulations to Wimby. 14 wins this uh, weekend league. Uh, Wimby 86 on twitch.tv. Well, Definitely. What? And also, yeah, Captain Savement and Wimby, congratulations on your anniversaries this week that's how close we are with our fans <laughs> um, although Wimia of course isn't a fan Nick asks if you had to pick three gold rare plays to replace those in your starting 11 until EAFC drops what would they be three gold players um, I would say I think this is fairly easy isn't it say Mbappe Harland yep. and a uh, as much well, I wouldn't want him in my team as Virgil Van Dyke because he's an ex Celtic player. So let's go with Neymar. <laughs> I mean, Virgil, I would be in my team. Yeah, uh, I would go for Mbappe ninety-one. Sure, who cares? I got ninety-two, still fine. Ninety-three, ninety-four. Unless you have the team of the the year one, the difference is negligible anyway. So ninety-one is fine. Uh, you see those card that scored still a lot though. Uh, and I think Neymar is definitely one of those good choices. If you got, why not? I'd rather have Neymar left. Left. I could probably just replace Bill with Neymar tomorrow, and people wouldn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Because the power creep hasn't been that high as well until to the, until next week. I don't think even that matters so much. So I would go for those three. A good uh, question, though. I'd be interested to see how the the trophy icons have affected the power curve as well, John. Because I think some of those cards compared to Tots cards will be better. Definitely, you know, the Vieira card, I think, will be probably be, be difficult to think in many Tots uh, cards that are going to be better than that Patrick Vieira card. I know it's $3 million, but uh, it looks like a really, really juicy card. Uh, I totally agree, right? Mm-hmm. But the fun thing about Team of the Season is that there's a lot of cards coming out which are fairly cheap because they don't, people don't want them or already have better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can pick up great midfielders for 20 guys. This I remember 
me usually building teams around that stage where I'm like, you know what, I got 300,000 300, coins to spend. Let's build a, try to build a cool Serie A team, for example. And you could probably get seven or eight teams with season cards and just be able to get in there, which is, I think, the cool fact about team season. It's always a cool fact. If you're now a little bit behind in four weeks from now, you're on board with everyone else. So. Yeah, definitely. They'll be dropping out your club. You'll even notice the, some of the players you have in your team. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, Goebbels, FCFC3 says, what do you think of pro controllers like the DualSense Edge or Scuff or once you can get off Amazon for FIFA? Right. Well, I'm going to tell you the honest truth and this is embarrassing for me. I have one. I bought myself one because I was so annoyed with it. This is the, just recently got a pad at Christmas time, so it's lasted just short of four months. I bought a, a, a dual sense one, a edge one, as it called. I don't even know its name. And I like the pad, but I don't like the fact that it's got uh, triggers on the back, so I've took them off. I can't get used to it. So basically, I'm just using it as a normal pad. Uh, so I'm the wrong person. I know uh, Mario asked him. He's got one. <laughs> Mario has got one. And uh, he's uses the triggers, but I just don't like the feeling of the triggers on the back. And then I tried to change the settings on the back to make it closer because a couple of guys said make it that. Didn't like that either. So actually, my uh, the controller I've got is just like a normal pad. So sorry, I'm the wrong person. To answer no, our buttons one. are a little bit different out there. Yeah, it's, oh, it's super receptive. So. By the way, it's yeah. a super pad, super comfy, feels super responsive. The fact that you can uh, flick out the um, the controllers when you start to get that drift as well is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you are a good player, I shouldn't be getting drift, handy. but you can now replace it. So yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Me waste of time, but sorry about that. No, I use the uh, Series X Elite 2 controllers. I have the Sense Edge edge thingy as well, honestly. Um, The PlayStation controller, I mean, I'm more of an offset controller, like offset stick person. Mm -hmm. I think that's far more natural for big hands like I've got. Um, Having everything down makes my hands stand, if you look at it, it it's very cramped. So it would have my hands like this. It's always weird. This is way more comfortable holding it like this. Um, so that's why I like the Xbox more. That's why I play on Xbox more, but especially since crossplay got invented, it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, I don't use the back pedals either. <laughs> so there's that. Um, that has nothing to do with the fact that I can't really use them, but I don't find a use in FIFA for them. <laughs> and some people say, yeah, it's easier to shoot, but I practice so hard on green timing every shot I get that if I now would try to do that differently, I have to relearn everything. So that doesn't make sense for me. And the one thing it made sense for was switching between tactics. Um, so that would be cool. The issue with if I would, for example, flick, if I could use it to say overlap fullbacks in during a yeah. match, that would make more sense. But you can't because that requires two button presses in FIFA. You can't map two button presses in a row on one of those triggers. So you have to press down and left, for example. And you can't pre- and if you click one of those triggers on the back, it just does one thing, either down or left. So that's going to be hard as well. So, um, and don't use that too much. In racing games, is pretty cool, but for that, we use I use a um, a wheel setup, so it doesn't matter either. But I do like the fact that you can change height of sticks because mm-hmm. I think lower sticks makes much more sense for a game like FIFA, which are more responsive. I do very much like the, the D-pad because you can easier switch tactics and stuff when the D-pad actually responds in, instead of being a sponge like some of these controllers do. And the buttons are so just way more better. What I do 
changed though with all these controllers i set the travel on both of the triggers for as close as possible so you don't have to press them all the way down to be fully powered up just that you have to click it like for shooters it's great but for fifa it's great as well because it's actually far easier to go on for full speed far less costs far less energy to do them get the most out of it so that's what i do um for fifa i don't think it's that much more of an advantage but hey why not <laughs> um james asked do you think this this is for you i'm not gonna answer this do you think rttf final Tammy abraham will be better than titan icon from boston <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising the um the price of the the, the icon van boston as well I, mean, I have the patrick clivert card and uh, when he hits that ball, it travels, it moves. You know what I mean? He is a tiny bit clunky, but... Boss is 120. It's just, it's just, you know, if you, I don't know what Cliver is, John, but if you then compare him, and okay, he is no uh, team of the, the year, uh, uh, Benzema. That card is just slightly special uh, for me. I know a lot of people might not like him, but Same. I, th I think these cards are... are marginally uh, worse than that one and certainly not the price that they are at the moment they're, they're, they're far too cheap the Tammy Abraham I think would be a good fun card uh, I was listening to the guys and they talked about the Benucci card and actually if you've got if you're going to do the Benucci card why not do the Tammy Abraham card and why don't you actually maybe swap your team around as well I'm thinking of doing that I mean I've got a fairly stacked team but actually I think I'd have more fun playing with either a Serie A squad or a Liga squad full one I think that would be this is the time to do it guys because actually there's going to be so many great players you're not going to really lose out yeah I totally agree I um I like the Boston card honestly I just I play one striker so I don't use for Boston because he doesn't going to replace um like uh, Benzema and I got an issue with getting cards in which I then don't play and I have done that a lot this year so I haven't bought from Boston yet but he's still on my list like I I I maybe I've heard of this story, but I've got a kit hanging here with his autograph on it, an official <laughs> kit with from Buster's autograph on it. Uh, so yeah, he's one, definitely. Even though I'm a fire fan, he's definitely one of my idols, right? And someone I actually very much respect as an, an analytic as well, like football. Um, how do you guys call it? pundit? I guess pundit. Pundit. Yep. Uh, so um, I mean, just uh, every word he says about football, I just eat alive, right? So. Yeah, uh, I should have him on my team, honestly, but I can't. Like, if you talk about best players in each position, if you one striker, that's going to be Benzema over from Boston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Benzema's, Benzema's, I mean, unless you've got the 97. It's definitely not going to be Tabby Emrim, so. Well, John, I'm surprised at that, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I suppose, it might, is Juve on that side of the, are they on the side of the draw as well? Are they in the same, are they in the conference or are they the Europa League, Juve? Is it Europa League or Juve? Yeah. Uh, who are they? Are they playing Roma? Or are they? Um, um, my that team would was, be something, eh? <laughs> my, my team has absolutely been knocked out months ago. I think we got knocked out almost as before the Champions League nearly started. Be no that was beaten by Ajax, wasn't it? Yeah, hammered. We got hammered. We had the worst Champions League record there, yeah. you know. But the thing is, we've got, I have to say, to Lexnate as well, I, I messaged him and say he must be super excited. You've got an AC Inter semi final. Uh, that's going to be absolutely amazing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and Roma in Lazio have, of um, Napoli having a great year. This is the year of the Serie A coming back, eh? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a hard one, but I think you, you've got to look at the winner being in the Madrid-Man uh, City game, I think, for that tie. I think the winner probably comes through there, but stranger things have happened. Who knows? It definitely has, definitely has. 
Talk about stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering where Ingviasi had a work emergency, just want to put it out and nothing serious going on. We'll be back ASAP. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just life gets in the way. That's why you couldn't make it tonight. But we had good company. I actually have a pretty filled show, Chris. So thank you very much for this. Thank you. I wish you a happy holiday. I know many people are going on holiday next week. Uh, I'm not going on holiday, but I am going to see every single kids museum I can find in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so during the day, if you find me somewhere there, looking at my phone, please say hi. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm not looking at my phone. It was a joke. I see the crowd going nuts. Um, and of course, in three weeks from now, Chris, we'll be in Crete. We'll be yes. having our meetup. Cannot wait, mate. Cannot wait. I'm actually going through Milan uh, to get to Crete, so you never know. Hopefully, it's still it's still there after two um, <laughs> two ties. <laughs> it, it will it'll probably be alright. And if you live in Crete or wandering the streets there, just let us know because we have seen posters hanging around from the meetup already. So get us a picture with that poster, and we might send you something nice in the coming weeks as well. Definitely. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. Just just one thing left for us to do. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. F-U. 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 F-U.